Well, I'm just so glad that you're with us today. Um, I'm not sure what happened to Dana. Uh, Dana, are you still there? Okay. Well, um, anyway, today I want to talk about fear. And um, I'm, I'm going to go to the um, Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, verse 35. So if you have your Bible with you, uh, and I know that you're familiar with this chapter because we talked about this chapter for the last three weeks. And uh, every time I look at it, there's God has something to say to us. Okay, so I'm going to read it for you. If you're there, say Amen. Mark chapter 4, starting verse 35. Amen. On the same day, when the evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose. And the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. They awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Amen? Amen. So first, Jesus said, Let us go to the other side so that we know that the will of God is to take his disciple from where they are to the other side okay uh, what is on the other side what is on the other side of the lake okay we'll talk about that later but today I'm going to talk to you about fear okay what are some examples of fear to give me today can somebody say uh, give me an example of fear. What are you afraid of? Afraid of God. <laughs> well, that's a good one, Dad, because I was I'm going to talk about that. Anybody else? What are you? Uh, unmute yourself. Can you guys unmute yourself? And and what are you afraid of? Okay, since nobody want to say anything, I'm going to keep going, okay? Um, but in reality, we, we have a lot to fear about. We fear death. We fear sickness. Uh, we fear for our lives. We fear um, COVID. We fear war. But you know one thing, that, you know, all these affect us. And the other one is we fear change. We fear change. 
We don't like a change in the government. We don't like change in the way things are. We like things the way they are, right? And, and we don't like those changes um, because we don't know. We, we're, we're afraid of the unknown. So there's so many reasons for people to fear. Some people fear spiders, right, Juliana? Some people are afraid of bugs and they're, they're, some people are afraid of their mother-in-law, you know? So, you know, we can fear... <laughs> oh, I don't know, but Grandpa, you, you're pretty uh, nice and gentle. Praise God for that. But, you know, when we look at the, the Gospel of Mark, we see that the disciples were fearing for their lives. You know, they have never seen a windstorm like this. And so they had to run to Jesus and say, you know, Master, do you not care that we're perishing? Do you not care that we're going to die? You know, in your life, have you been in a situation where you feel like you're going to die? Or you know that you're going to die? Or that the doctor is telling you that you are dying? Or maybe some of you have died already and then came back to life. I don't know. Right? But we are afraid for our lives. When Jesus said, he, when they woke Jesus up, and Jesus stood up and he spoke to the wind and he says, Be still. Peace, be still. And suddenly the wind and the storms obeyed him and there was a great calm in the sea. And then Jesus turned to his disciple. He's turning you today, right now. And he's saying, Why are you so fearful? Okay? Let the Holy Spirit speak to you right now, today, and, and let Him shine a light in your heart in those areas where you are afraid. Because where you are afraid, it stops you from reaching to the other side. Okay? Fear stops you from continuing, continuing in your journey. And you have to remember that I'm not sp speaking to unbelievers here. I'm speaking to people who are Christians. Okay? It's kind of like the disciples are on the boat with Jesus. So they are Christians. God is by their side. They're walking with Jesus. He's, he's, he's right near them, right beside them, and yet they're fearful. How many of us today living our life as Christian, but yet are locked in fear? So many Christians today are living in fear, and that is not right. And God is going to change that today, and I pray that for you. That you no longer be moved by fear, but you're moved by faith. Because Jesus said, why are you fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Right? You are fearful because you have no faith. If you have faith, you have no fear. That's it. If you have faith, 
You have no fear. Faith in God. And we learned last week that we people have have fear because they misplaced their faith in something else, like their strength, their abilities. Uh, they 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 misplaced their faith in the systems. Okay. But today we're putting we 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 have no faith because we're so we, we don't have the faith. We 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 do not hear God's word. And we're we're just we're, we're we're operating out of fear. And fear is an emotion. An emotion that that paralyzes us from making right decisions. It's an emotion that that prevents us from walking, fulfilling the call, the purpose of God in our lives. Let's turn to Numbers 13. Okay, there's another story very similar to this. And we're going to turn to um, the story of Moses and the children of Israel. Now Moses, now God said to Moses, in Numbers 13, Numbers 13, I won't read all the verses for you, but uh, God says to Moses, send men out to spy the land of Canaan, which I'm giving to the children of Israel from each tribe of their fathers you shall send a man everyone a leader among them okay so there's 12 tribes of israel and god says to moses to command that there be one leader out of each tribe and send these leaders to go into the land of canaan to check it out Okay, go have a look at the land of Canaan. So they did. For 40 days, they went and checked out the land. 12 spies. And they came back with a report. Okay. So when they came back, they said, wow, this land is amazing. They came back with, um, you know, full of grapes, like grapes, like so huge. And two people have to carry the grapes, like a grapevine, you know, and it's so heavy. Two people have to carry it. And they brought back pomegranates. They brought back honey. They brought back milk. And so they call the land of Canaan, the land of milk and honey. Okay, but then when they reported to the people, um, let me see here. Where did they say? Um, in verse 33, Numbers 13, 33. This is one of the report from the 10 people that reported. Okay. It says, there we saw giants. The descendants 
of Anak came from giants, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. Chapter 14, verse 1. So all the congregation lift up their voices and cried, and the people wept that night. Okay, so, you know, you have to understand, this is a group of people that have wandered, that have left Egypt, wandered in the desert for 40 years. Okay, they live in the desert for 40 years. Can you imagine yourself every day facing unknowns, sandstorms, heat and cold starvations? They wandered. Children were born in the desert. So they, God was leading them to this place called the land of Canaan. And so they feel like this is, we are on the doorstep of heaven. Okay. But yet when they sent out the spies and they saw giants, they quickly forgot about the grapes, the pomegranate, the milk and the honey. They say, Oh my God. Okay, this is what they say in verse 3, Numbers 14, verse 3. Why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword that our wives and our children should become victims? Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? Hmm. You know what? They were fearful. God wanted to take the children of Israel to the other side. The other side is the land of Canaan. The other side is to be their homeland for generation and generation. This is to be their home. But then they saw the giants and they say, no, we can't do it. Out of the 12 spies, the 10 people that, that were spies says, no, we can't do it. We saw giants. We're afraid. We are like grasshoppers. How many of us are like that? Where, you know, we know where we need to go. We hear God's commandment for our lives. Let us go to the other side. Right? Let's, let's go get a, a new job. Let's go to Vietnam. I mean, let's go to Canada. But then, you know, we hear the report that, oh, it's too dangerous. It's too hard. It's too difficult. There are giants there. I don't know how to fight these giants. They're going to kill us. Who am I? I'm just a grasshoppers. Who am I to fight these people? Right? And so we have a million reasons to excuse ourselves from the land of Canaan. We have a million reasons to excuse ourselves from the call of God in our lives. We have a million of excuses to advance, right? Let's look at our lives today, especially in the spiritual aspect. Are we advancing? And, and it, are we not advancing because we are afraid? We are afraid of change. And, and so that's our humanity speaking, right? 
and and God understand. And so what happens in, when we're fearful is we it stop us in our track. We're not growing in the spirit. We're not obeying God because God's command the children of Israel to cross into Canaan. It's time to leave your desert. It's time to leave your dry place and find green pasture. Okay? It's time to leave your past behind. You know, I'm going to tell you, um, uh, what is it now? You know, in, in verse, uh, okay. You know, they, when, when you're afraid, when you're in fear, you can start complaining as well. Uh, you know, the symptoms of fear is worry, anxiety, and complaining. Okay? And so when you complain, it's because you want to go back to the way it was before. And, um, you know, in, in Numbers chapter 11, and they're talking among themselves, the people, okay? And this is what they say in verse 5, Numbers 11, verse 5. Okay, are you ready? We remember the fish which we ate freely in Egypt, the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlic. But now our whole being is dried up. There is nothing at all except this manna before our eyes. This is people complaining to God that God is taking them to this place where they are drying up. They are drying. They are dying in the desert. And so you remember how good it used to be when you were in Egypt. Well, in, when you, you remember when you were in Egypt, you were serving the Egyptian. You were slaves to them. You were slaves to the system. You were slaves to their gods. You were, they, they, they were lashing you and, and beating you. And all you had to do every day is to build these pyramids. Right? So the, you were slaves for 430 years. But despite being a slave to these evil people, you remember the cucumbers. You remember the, the, the fish and the onion and the garlic. You know, it's okay. Just give me a hundred lash every day, okay? But as long as you feed me cucumbers, I'm happy. Beat me. Spit at me. Enslave me. Treat me like, like a dog. But give me my garlic, okay? Give me my garlic. Give me my cucumbers. Give me my fish. You know what? <laughs> it's time to stop making excuses and stop looking at your past, okay? There's nothing good about your past. Don't justify it. Do not turn back just because you're afraid. All right? Now, the other thing is worry. Worry is a symptom of fear. You worry about your what to eat, 
And what do you wear? So in Matthew, in, in Luke chapter 12, verse 47, Jesus said, I say to you, my friends, do not be afraid. Oh, whoops, sorry, that's, that's a different one. Okay, uh, that was in Matthew. Matthew chapter 6. Okay, Matthew chapter 6. They're talking of people. Jesus said, do not worry about what you're going to eat and what you wear tomorrow. Are you not more important than the sparrows? Right? But Jesus encouraged us to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. Where is it now? Okay, uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will drink or what you will eat or drink, nor about your body. What you will put on is not life more than food and body, more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. You know, I, I sit out here and I look at outside my window and I see these magpies. And it's very cold out there. And, uh, you know, I wonder, how do, they, how do they survive out there? If I was a bird, I would be afraid. I don't know how to, where, where would I find food to eat? But yet, how does this magpie survive out there? It's amazing. It's so cold. But Jesus is really saying, you know what? You are more important than the magpie. You're, you're more important than the sparrows. Okay. So which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit of his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow and neither toil nor spin. Yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed in one like these. Right? God looks after the birds of the sky. But you are much more precious than that. And so today I encourage you to not allow fear to operate in your life and understand that you are precious okay there's a group of people that says in Luke chapter 12 verse 47 Jesus said my friends do not be afraid of those who kill the body and after have after that have no more that they can do but I will show you who you should fear fear him who, after he has killed, has the power to cast into hell. Yes, I say to you, fear him. Okay? So God is saying that, you know what? There's, there's, there's many of us in this world that are afraid of people. Because why? They are coming after you and they want to kill you. Okay? But Jesus said, don't be afraid of those people. 
But be afraid of God because God can kill you and throw you into hell. Okay? But before you, you, you're thinking, oh, wow, that's such a mean God. Okay? You know, he, God understand. But this is Jesus. This is Jesus said, are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins? And not one of them is forgotten before God. But the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than the sparrows. Okay, so Jesus is trying to balance between the fear of God and the love of God for you. God loves you so much more than the two copper coins that is used to purchase five sparrows. You are more valuable than two copper coins. Amen? Are you there? Yeah. So in summary, I'm going to say this to you. God is bigger than the giant. Do not fear. Because when you fear, you're thinking, God, you can't slay these giants in my life. You can't do anything. And that's, that's, that's wrong. God is bigger than giants. You're the giants you see in your life, and he'll take care of them. He's bigger than the storms in your life. And you know what? You, you may be a grasshopper, okay? You may say, you may say to, you, my, to yourself, I'm nobody. I have no strength. I cannot save myself. And that's okay. God's saying, it's not up to you to save yourself because I saved you already. I am your savior. And he, if he saved you, if he died on the cross for you so you could be saved, how much more will he he'll slay the giants in our lives for us? He's shown, he's done it. He manifested what more, what proof do you need to know that he loves you and he'll never leave you nor forsake you? So the giants in your life, don't worry about them. God is going to take care of them. Amen? Amen? John says, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Everybody say this. Greater is he that's in me. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. The, the he that's in me is the Christ. The one who loves me and died for me. Rescued me from the pit of hell. Okay? For you and me. Amen? God says to Joshua, before they crossed the river of Jordan into Canaan, in Joshua 1.9, it says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Because wherever you go, he's already inside of you. Right? 
His, the Spirit of God is inside of us, so we have no fear. So God says in Joshua 1.9 says, Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. Be courageous. Hallelujah. I'm going to give you some example in my life. Um, you know about fear i mean there's lots of lots of stories about fear um this story is in my early day as a christian okay when i discovered that god is good um so i have this rental house that i rent out and one day the tenant called me and says that the toilet is plugged okay so i made an appointment to go to the house on the day that I go there, I knock on the door, nobody answered. And so I suppose that they were not home. So I use my key and I open the door. Okay. As soon as I open the door, just a little bit, I see a nose sticking out, a snout, a dog. A dog put out his head and his teeth are bearing and drooling. And I know that this mouth was about to chew me up. So in that moment, I have to decide, you know what? What am I going to do? Do I just close the door and go home and, and do nothing? But, you know, I, I, I'm a busy guy, okay? And I have things to do. I have to fix this thing today. I'm not going to, you know, allow this dog to, to, to hold me back, right? So I said... So I work up the courage to enter the house because I know that there is this, this, this dog is not just any dog. It's a Rottweiler, tall and ugly. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry to those people who love Rottweilers out there, but sometimes when Rottweilers are angry at you, they're not very pretty. Okay. <laughs> and so as I entered into the house, you know, I said to the dog, be quiet. And you know what? Suddenly the dog just shrunk back. I'm a, I was so amazed. And, um, you know, I, I, I feel the, the faith in God rise up within me. And so I gave the, a commandment to this dog to be quiet. And, and you know what? The dog just shrunk back and, and, and got quiet. So I walked, you know, I didn't run, okay? Running from a dog is no good. So I walked to the bathroom and I locked the door. And I call my wife. I said, this is my last phone call to you because I might not make it out of this house alive. Okay. I hung up the phone. I fixed the toilet. And uh, I can hear the growling outside. And, you know, again, I just, I just have to believe that God is going to protect me. And that he gives me the authority to command this dog to sub be subdued. Right? So again, I open the door and I said, be quiet again. And it, it, it actually got, was afraid of me. And I just walk out the door. And I said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. That was a very scary experience. Um, and so that's, 
you know, sometimes life is like that. Life is like a mean Rottweiler, you know, and it's about to chew you up. But you have to remember what God says to, to Joshua. Do not be afraid. Be courageous. Okay. And so when you're afraid, when you're not afraid, when you're fearless, you can do things for God. You can go where God wants you to go. Amen. You know, and, and, and I know that each one of you have your stories about overcoming fear. And so I want you to just, you know, find your strength in God. Okay, find your courage in God because He's the one who will fight your battles. There's more I, I could talk to you about the fear of the Lord. Um, it's deeper than, than just this fear, your fear. Um, but, you know, there is a fear of God that leads to blessing. Okay, uh, and, and maybe one day I'll talk about the fear of the Lord. Uh, you know, the problem with Christians nowadays is they don't fear God at all. They don't fear God. And so they, they, um, they turn around and they, they, they curse their president. They curse their prime minister and leaders and, and, and premier. You know, where's the fear of God? Who asked you to curse your leader? You know, it's like, it's like children, you know, cursing their parents. It's not right. You, you have to have the fear of God in your life. And so, um, you know, I'll, I'll whet your appetite with that. But um, one day I like to talk about the fear of the Lord because that fear will help you build your life in such glorious splendor. And, um, and uh, fear is, is, is uh, the fear of the Lord is how we will understand and know God deeper. Amen? So today I just want to talk about the fear of man or, or fear, fear that came from man. But then there's a fear from God that, um, that we'll, we'll uh, listen to next time. But uh, in conclusion, I just want to let you know God is with you. So do not fear and do not be dismayed. Okay? God is with you. And not, just because, not only is He with you, but He's in you. Amen? Yeah. Uh, does anyone have questions or comment? No. Any questions or comment? No. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. And, um, I, you know, I just pray, break the power of fear over people's lives right now. You know, there, there's a, this fear that, that, that we're living in, and, and it casts a a cloud over our head. So everywhere we go, uh, you know, actually we don't want to go anywhere. Uh, seriously, you know, we need to be free from fear. So I, I break that fear in, in, in the lives of, of uh, uh, each one of us right now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen? Amen. Okay, so let me pray for you and uh, we'll conclude. Hallelujah. Father God, I just thank you, Lord, for... Uh, your word today. I pray, Father God, that your Holy Spirit stir us up. And uh, we just thank you, Lord, that your words find um, 
uh, a good ground in our hearts, Father God, that your word would free us, Father God, from the bondage of fear. The Lord, that we walk in faith, faith in you, Lord. Faith that, that you, in your abilities, and uh, we know that you'll fight our battles for us. You, you'll speak to the storms and you will see. So I thank you, Father God, that, that we would put our confidence in you, Lord. That we walk with, with uh, dignity. That we walk in courage and, and bravery. That we will not be afraid of change. And we will not be afraid of people. We will not be afraid of the, the arrows that fly by day or the, the fairy darts that fly by night. So we thank you, Lord, that we walk in faith, not in fear. And so thank you, Lord, for the freedom that you have given your children. I bless them right now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, I just, um, you know, I pray that every week that you have, that you discover a testimony that, you know, that this word doesn't go um, uh, to a place where it goes in one ear and out the other ear, but it finds a uh, home in your heart. Amen. 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 God bless everyone. Yeah, God bless you. Thank you, Grace, for coming. Bless uh, you and Tong and then Chang. Good to see you. Yeah. Bye bye. Cảm ơn chị Anh Thư. Thank you, kids. Bye bye. Bye.